I promise I'm not complaining. No, really, I'm not complaining. Here's the thing, I'm not complaining. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining, but... Hey guys, I'm Caitlin. I'm Leah. And this is I'm Not Complaining. Welcome to episode two, where we're going to be talking about singleness. Before we get to like our nitty gritty of what we need to not complain about, but let everyone know. (laughs) Yes, Uh, we're not complaining. We are both, we're both in our mid-twenties and we're still Mm -hmm. single, which Mm -hmm. to a lot of people in a lot of places that is completely normal and totally fine. And I'm so proud for y'all. Because we live in the deep south where it's not so common and it's kind of an expectation that you, you know, go to school, graduate, get married, start a family, and, you know, by your even early 20s is when you should be getting married. Yeah, you should be married. A lot of most 25, I feel like. I feel like around the age of 25, 25, 26 people are married and have like at least one kid on the way. Um, being near, the closer you are, the 30, the more unusual it is. Yeah. I don't know. The more kind of looked down upon, but not really. But I feel you I feel more judged. That's what I'm saying. You're not really looked down upon. You're more of like pitied. Like oh yes, pitied. Yeah, That's you're more pitied. Word. Like yeah. oh, you poor thing. You're not. You're alone. You have. You're single. Right. But being single isn't bad. <laughs> yeah. No. It's great. Honestly. Um, I like being single at the moment. We also are both Christians and grew up in Christian homes and Christian schools. Which we're also, not only are we in the Deep South, like, we're, like, in the main, like, we're in the Bible Bible Belt. Belt. We're, like, in the middle of the Bible Belt. So, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that we're going to mention later aligns with that Christian um, philosophy and mindset mindset and beliefs. You're going to hear us mention Jesus and God. Yeah. A lot. So if you're not, if you don't believe that, that's totally fine. Like you can 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 still still hang out out with us. We We don't, we don't care. Right. (laughs) You don't have to believe what we believe to hang out with us. So, um, I feel like we should start with like some of our like stories. Yeah. That have really just made us want to talk about this and not complain about it. Just just to send out a it. disclaimer to everyone that like I'm okay <laughs> and I'm right. like I'm okay with being single. I don't. I'm not in the. I don't know. I'm just not there. I'm just right. not there. It's not a priority to me right now. But we each have like we each have stories that kind of just get us burned up. Yeah. <laughs> and can, you and know, mine is kind of why we even started the podcast. Yes. I hers, texted Leah one day and was like, "Hey, 2019, we're gonna start a podcast because this lady." Just really made me mad, and I don't even know who she is. <laughs> um, so I had to go to a shop where my sister has a booth where she sells things to pick up her check from them, and or no, pay her rent check. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not, not the point. story. <laughs> um, and I've been in there with her before, so they're like the girls there recognize me. They know that I am her sister, and that you know they know of me. But 
we've never like, oh, had a one-on-one conversation about like my life and they don't know me, know me, you know? That's a lot of no's in that sense. They anyway. barely, they barely, <laughs> they barely know your name if they know right. your name. Like, they, you don't know me. Um, and my sister is getting ready to get married in May, which is super awesome. But the lady, as she was handing me, or as she was taking the check from me, she mentioned my sister getting married and she was like, oh, we're going to get her married off first and then you next, right? And it just like immediately like flew all over me. And I was like, you don't know who I am. You don't know my story. You don't know my struggle. Don't say stuff like that to me because it's none none of your business. Right. And so I just like very politely, because you know, we're in the South. We can't be mean. (laughs) Um, So I just very politely smiled and I was like, no, not anytime soon. And... She was just like, oh, kind of giggled and was like, okay. And like kind of looked at me like I had three heads. Like, <laughs> what? You're not going to get married? You want to get married soon? Right. Like, um, don't like, you know you're 26? Right. And I was like, you don't know me. And it just, ah, uh, it was like all of a sudden, like that was the last exchange I had with her. And then I walked out and got in my car and was driving around back to my house. And I was just like venting to myself because it was like she doesn't know me she doesn't know what I go through she doesn't know if oh I've been married before and have been divorced or she doesn't know if I've been dating somebody and want to get married but he's not ready or you've been dating someone for a really long time and you just broke up right or that I'm single and super happy (laughs) which is my current state like don't like, it's not your business. You don't need to put that on me and make me feel like, oh, I'm... You should be next. Right. Like, make me feel like I'm lesser than because I'm not dating anyone. I don't want to get married right now. And it's none of your business. <laughs> That's the bottom line. It's none of your business. I don't know you. Don't say stuff like that to me. And something I like about each of our stories is, like, that was a random lady that you don't know. Right. My story is coming from someone that I, I love. Does know you. Yeah. Right. Knows me. I love her dearly. Um, but a little background. I'm 24. More background. Yeah. You need a lot of background here. I to think about that. I did. <laughs> it's okay. I had to think about my age when I was writing a little paper. <laughs> I'm 24. But in the last like year and a half to two years, I have been in four weddings. And this year, I'm going to be in two more. So, bride made for rent. Yes, I'm charging out for my services. I'm pretty great at it. Um, and I look really pretty in dresses. And just side note, because I think it's a great story. Her sister is one of the ones who's getting married. My sister is the other one. Um, but when her sister was picking out her bridesmaid's dress, just so <laughs> happened to pick out a color that Leah already has a dress in. And then picked out the exact same style of dress that Leah already owns because she was in someone else's wedding. So I don't even, I don't have to buy a dress, y'all. Like, I already have it. I, I wore it. great. It's, I've been waiting for it's it. Like to ha- I've been waiting moment. for it. I've been waiting for it to happen because I knew it would. Because all of the dresses um, are very popular colors. They're all ones that you can just cut off and wear again. <laughs> like the movie 27 dresses. I would literally only do that to one of these dresses. But all that to say that her story was from someone that she didn't even know, never met. My story is coming from someone that I do love dearly, and I was in her wedding two years ago now. Um, yeah, 
That seems so longer ago. Anyways. Yeah. It was, um, well, it was the first wedding I was in. She's the one who started this yeah. whole process. Well, earlier, when I, early last year, uh, I was in the point in my life where all my friends are, were graduating college and then getting married. As, because as you do in the South. Proper Southern <laughs> ladies do. As you do in the South. So we all moved off to different places, obviously. Um, we still live like in the same state, but we live in opposite corners of it. Right. Um, so we were all meeting up one weekend and spending the weekend together, having a little girls weekend. Um, our birthdays are all close to the same time of the year. So we were just like celebrating all of our birthdays together. It was great. We had a lot of fun. But <laughs> except for this one moment. Except for this one conversation that I just had to like bite my tongue on. She, we were talking. Southern ladies were also really good at doing that. Yeah, we're really good at biting our tongues and saying bless your heart. Yes. <laughs> to mean insult or literally bless your heart. We were having a conversation. We were just talking about like our lives and our daily routines. And I was in a place in my life where like things were kind of like we talked in the last episode. Things just weren't the best. I was still grieving. I was, was a, still... A, a lot of changes. A lot of changes. Um, I was getting ready to move back to my parents' house and time where I was driving. I had just started driving an hour to work and an hour there. So I was still adjusting. That yeah. was my biggest adjustment, honestly, because I right. love my sleep and I had to wake up. I have to wake up really early. We were just talking about our daily routines and I was like, y'all, literally, <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I go to work, I drive the hour to work, I work, and then I drive the hour home and... I don't want to do anything. I collapse on the couch, put on PJs, collapse on the couch, and just veg out for the rest of the night. I was like, and for those of you who don't know, that is legitimately what adulting is. As we have <laughs> discovered. I told it's them. It's not, oh, having super fun with your friends. Like, the movies made it seem, no, you don't see your friends. You go to work, come home, and go to sleep. And that's it. So, um, I told I was like, I might, ha- I might have, like, one day of the week where... I'll spend it, like, going to dinner with friends or something. But for the most part, that's what I was doing, especially at that time in life. So I was telling them that. And the first thing out of my friend's mouth, we'll call her, um, we'll call her Beth. Out of my friend, out of my friend Beth's mouth, the first thing that comes out is, how are you going to find a husband that way? We have to find you a husband. Uh, Oh, my God crazy <laughs> but <laughs> just a little bit so anyways that's what beth says she's like how are you gonna find a husband you have to find a husband and i literally looked at her and i was like no <laughs> i looked i was like beth it's not really been like at the top of the list priority to find a husband but right now it's really 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 not a priority i'm just trying to live right <laughs> like you're so, trying to get back to yourself <laughs> which granted she didn't know everything that was happening in my life because i literally see her once twice three times a year tops um so i hadn't like laid it all out of what was really going on in my life at that point but still the fact that the first thing out of her mouth was how are you gonna find a husband I might not, and that's a-okay. Which leads like, us to our next thing. Yeah, I'm so glad you said I that, know. because what if what if we don't get married? Yeah. What if that's so not I, something that happens? Which I have, like, thought about that a lot as I've gotten older of, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a myself forever, and 
as much as I don't I didn't want go to into a profession that makes me that makes it where I can be on my own. Right. <laughs> I'm also a teacher who can't pay to live on my own because I can't afford it legitimately. <laughs> and like, oh my gosh. And then I live with my parents. What if something happens to them? My precious soon to be brother in law, who is amazing, um, he very sweetly looked at my sister and she was and he was like, Well, Caitlin can come and live with us. I was like, Thanks, because I'm gonna need that. <laughs> I'm gonna need your 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 guest bedroom, please. I can't afford to live on my own. And what if I don't mean anyway? But then I found this book. Just so happened to see it on Amazon. I was like, oh, that sounds fun. I'll buy that. And you said highly this, recommend for anyone who is single. I was just about to say, because you said it's not necessarily Christian Honestly. Based. No, this one is Christian based. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, well, anyway. It's called Party of One by Joy Beth Smith. Highly recommend. The whole premise of it is this lady, Joy Beth Smith, went around to a whole bunch of different cities and got with a whole bunch of different women who were single some were from a christian background some were not and just wanted to get like everybody's feedback and like what are you dealing with being single what are your struggles what well like all this different stuff a lot of people a lot of older people tell you all the time that oh it's fine you just haven't met the right one yet god it god has a man for you and you just have to wait for god's timing I'm so sick of hearing that. And yes, in very. this book, she talks about that. And she's like, and I'm actually going to quote the back of her book, which <laughs> says, she says, God doesn't promise you a husband, but he does promise comfort, intimacy, and satisfaction. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you're going to get married. You may not. And that is A-O-K. I need to read this book because I haven't read it yet. Changed my whole outlook on it. And that's when I really started getting angry when people say, Oh, when are you going to meet somebody? Oh, I, mm, my favorite is when they were like, I have the perfect guy for you. I'm going to set you up. And then you never hear about it again. Ever again. Which, like, like we would, I mean, <laughs> I would, and I, we've talked about it, we would gladly take set oh. like setups like so no shame in it at all i'll take a blonde date sure even if it ends I'll up take, even if it ends up a really great date if he's paying for the food <laughs> <laughs> even like, if nothing, i can't afford to live on my own <laughs> i mean nothing i mean even if it doesn't go anywhere it would still just be like like fun to a do fun like, thing to do what that book talks about which i need to read it is basically what i've always just thought in my head not in those exact words words but like as christians you're always like you're told to trust god Mm -hmm. so like i've always been big on god's will if it's god's will it'll be done it'll be god's will but what if it's not god's will for me to be married right because it might not for me it might not be it might not be part of god's plan for me part of his will for me and i always want to that's what i just always and i feel like there's a lot of times where People focus on that phrase and say, oh, if it's your will. But really, really, I want it to be my way. And it might not be. And it's going to be okay. I mean, that's part (laughs) of... You're still going to make it. You're still going to live. You're still going to be... This is the section that lies really big on our 
beliefs. Beliefs with Jesus. But as when you have a relationship with Jesus, you're supposed to trust him. It's not about you. It's about him and his plan for you. That's the hardest part of having a relationship with God mm-hmm. is that it's not about, it's not about me. It's not about Caitlin. Right. It's about what he wants for us, even right. if it's not what we want. he might have a, which I mean, he does have a super awesome plan for us, but he might have a super awesome plan for us. That you never that, even saw coming. Well, that, but it also may have to be something that we do on our own. We yeah. may not be able to do what he has planned for us. If we are married, he, we very well could be. Yeah. But we don't know, which is terrifying. And <laughs> uh, that's one of the hardest and things I've like hard time well, with. Cause... I feel like part, or at least what I believe, is that you always hear that verse. I can't quote it exactly because I'm a bad Christian. I can't quote all of the, all of the Gosh, <laughs> I can't quote I can't all the verses. But it says, God gives you the desires of your heart. Right. Okay, he doesn't just, those. Dang, where'd it go? she's She's pulling out the books guys um he gives you the desires of your heart but he also places those desires there for you to find or he might not place that desire there and the bottom line is right now that is not a desire that's in my heart getting married right now is not a desire that's in my heart and that's okay yeah he's he hasn't placed that desire in my heart right like yet and he may not ever place that desire there but if it ever is there he will fulfill it because that's what he does i don't completely agree with that either because honestly deep down i do have the desire to be married one day like i do i want to go on a date i want to have a boyfriend if i'm completely honest it is my desire one day to be married I would love to be dating someone now, oh. if I'm completely honest. Well, when you say it that way, but, when you say it that way, like, yeah, that is a desire for in my heart one day, but it's not right, my desire no. right oh, now. Oh, yeah, no, please, dear God, don't. <laughs> please don't propose to me. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't have right. that, that desire is deep in there. It's right. not right, right, right. a true desire of for God. now. Yeah, like, it's not, like, hurting your heart. Anyway, real quick, back to the Bible verse that we don't know where it is in the Bible. But somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, I promise it's in there. Google it. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up in just a minute. But no, a whole chapter of the book, Party of One. This is not sponsored by this book. Because, man, man, that would be amazing. No, I just love it. Um, but a whole entire chapter, chapter four, is called Jesus Might Not Meet All Your Needs. What you think your needs are and what you think you need from Jesus he may not meet all of those because he never promises to. I mean, he says that he'll fulfill the desires of your heart, but he doesn't promise you everything in the world. He promises you mm-hmm. what is going to fulfill you and make you a better person. Like I was saying, it is a deep down, like it's a desire of my heart to find somebody to get married, to date, not in that order, to <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, have a companion, but at the same time, when I think about that, it terrifies me to think about, because I was recently on Match.com, which is where, I forgot you did that, which is where my sister met her future husband, who is precious, but there was a couple of different guys that like, oh, I chatted back and forth with on there. And even when I was just, like, texting back and forth with them, they don't have my phone number. They don't really know who I am. We haven't met in person. 
it would freak me out at night. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm not ready for this. I do this. You watched watch too many. No, it's not even that. Like, it's not even the scary possibility of like. And finding oh, you and killing you? Yeah, they're going to be a killer. <laughs> no, it scares me that they could be a potential companion or a boyfriend or whatever you want to call it. Like, that also freaks me out. And then I would lay in bed and I'd be like, but then I'm really happy right now, and I do live at home with my mom and dad, and we eat dinner together. And if somebody, if I was dating somebody, all of that would change, and I don't know if I can handle well, that. Well, now you're now you're coming like, like that's a whole other thing. Like neither one of us handle handle change well. We've tried. No, <laughs> like even when Brittany met Kevin, it scared me. Because well, it also didn't help that, like, Brittany was meeting Kevin and, like, possibly moving out, da-da-da. I go and move, too, so then you felt yeah, like... Yeah, everyone abandoned me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm doing great over here. Like, me and my mom even talked about it one night. We... It was early on, and she was going on a day with Kevin, because he's great. And me and my mom sat down, and we were eating dinner in our dining room, just me and her. And she just looked at me with, oh, it's going to make me cheery outside. Um, (laughs) She had, like, tears in her eyes, and she was like, I mean, I guess this is what it's going to be now. Because Brittany wasn't there. And it sucks. And, y'all, she's not, like, moving across country. No, she's literally moving an hour away, but I can't handle it. And the only reason it's an hour is because of, like, traffic. Traffic. (laughs) It scared me because I was like, Brittany's not going to be here to get dinner with us. And that's weird and not okay because that's not how it's always been. And then now we get to know Kevin and he's great and he's here all the time. And They'll be at dinner, don't worry. Yeah. I call them gross to their face. It's fine. I have a t-shirt made. (laughs) Um... And not to mention, as much as we're talking about, like, we're okay with being single. Like, we don't need to get married and want to get married right now. We're okay with being single. It doesn't mean that it's not hard. (laughs) No. It's hard, but it's not horrible, but it's not easy either. It can be very hard. You can feel very alone sometimes. Like, there's a lot of nights. Again, going back to my first point of the lady who doesn't know me, she also doesn't know how many nights I lay in my bed and cry. Because I'm single. Well, cause Not think, because... If you're like me, because you're laying in bed and you're thinking about the future and like... Right. And I'm thinking about, how am I going to live in this house by myself? Because I don't... I can't pay for things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think about those things. And then I get upset. And then I'm like... I keep referring to this book because it's sitting in front of me and it's amazing. Again, go read Party it. of One. <laughs> Party of One by Joy Beth Smith. She's great. But it talks about how... I feel like in this society, and again, maybe not in larger cities, but down in the South where you're expected to get married and start family immediately, it's very easy when you are single, even though, like, Leah's single, my sister was single for a long time. Like, even though I had all of those people around me. I mean, your me, sister, we should have, we should have, this is when your sister should have been on, too. Because we can do a part two, because I can talk about this for days. <laughs> because her sister's... She's in her thirties, y'all. That's all you need to know. She's she, in her early thirties, and 30s. she's now getting married, and that's very. And she, wait, wait. My sister's also thir- in her early thirties, yeah, and is just now she, getting married. Right. So, like, it's happening in the South, y'all, but it's just not very common. No. <laughs> and it's very, um, like you said earlier, like it's pitied upon. It's pretty. But it's well, very easy. I also feel like now, at least with my sister, I feel like everyone's just like so extra excited because they're like, "Oh yay, she finally found yes. someone!" Yeah. Well, like 
Yeah, like, it happened when it was supposed to. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, but it's very easy when you are single and you feel alone and you're... There were times when I was like, oh, I'm struggling with being single and I'm the only person who feels this way. When mm-hmm. you're not, but it's very easy to feel that way when you're in it. Does that make sense? It, it does, because <laughs> it's like that with a lot of things. It's not just with right, single. Yeah. It's like... We'll do a whole nother podcast on my anxiety issues. But, like, it's just, like, sometimes when you're so deep in your anxiety, you feel like you're the only one who's ever felt this way. Right. And you're not. I know there's tons of other people who have felt the exact same way. Right. But that's just how our brains work. (laughs) It's just, ugh. So, being single can be hard, but it's not, it's not horrible. Right. Because part of it, honestly, because I've always felt this way, that I'm not ready to be married and I don't need to get married young I almost kind of put that on myself Mm -hmm. like I'm the reason some that makes me sound like everyone wants to date (laughs) Um, but basically like part of the reason I'm single is because I want to be not so much now more back in high school because being single in high school is just a whole nother thing yeah, no um, one is single in high school. But I never even wanted, like, if there was even a guy that showed a little bit of interest in me, I was, no, because I'm never going to marry you. Even though, you. okay, because even that's though I'm something. 14 years old right now, yeah. I know I'm not going to marry you when I get older, so I'm not going to waste my time in high school. Anymore. That's exactly that's, what my notes say. Yeah, because like, I feel like that's, that's not a common thing with high schoolers at all. Because, you know, when you're in high school, you just want to have fun and you're not thinking about yeah. the future especially not that far into the future no you're thinking um, about the immediate future. you're thinking about the immediate future and it was like i've never had that well it was even worse i feel like at least it was even worse not that it wasn't bad on you but it was even worse for me because i went to a high school with less than 200 people in the kindergarten through 12th grade yeah so did i and like, i had my graduating class had 20 people in okay, it. Okay, well, yeah, yours was a little bit small. Yeah, I had 20 people in my graduating class. Most of those people have been in my class since I was in elementary school. Yeah, that's what my, I mean. Um, so, especially the guys. We had a lot of guys in our class, but especially the guys had been there. I mean, I've, I've seen them in, like, their most awkward stages right. of their lives. Like, one of the guys that I graduated high school with, I remember when we were in first grade and he picked his nose and ate it. Like, <laughs> that was so gross. And now, I still know you, and gross. I'm not going to date you. Who cares if you were only in the first grade? Right. But, like, still, I, I like stuff like that. I would I think like, about that, too. I want to like, know a lot about my future husband. I don't need to know everything and I felt like especially in my high school class I knew everything and then it wasn't any better to like if I were to date someone above me or below me because all these all we knew everything about them too yeah because the other classes were just as small as ours was so we like I'd grown up with all of them too so I would look at these guys in my class and I would be like I'm not gonna marry any of y'all so I'm not gonna waste any of my time on any of that and that's how like and that's how I always Which my mom, just another short story. My mom says never say never because my sister ended, my oldest sister ended up marrying. Um, oh, that's right. A guy she went to high school with. She dated, she went to the same school I did, so her class was equally as small as mine. I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> was equally as small as mine. She dated all of his friends. Ooh. <laughs> but never had any interest in him. 
and my brother, my now brother-in-law. And now they're married. Now they're married and have two two kids. They didn't reconnect. Um, They reconnected at their five-year class reunion, which is even cuter. Uh, And now they're married. So my mom says never say never, but I'm pretty still positive that that's not going to happen here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No. Something big's got to change with these people are graduating with these people. And that's another thing, too, of a good, like, huge part of why I am still single and why even the guys that I talked to on Match.com, like, freaked me out. And I was, like, immediately, like, no. Because I have really high standards. Yes. Because, which both of us. Have really awesome dads. I was just going to say, it's our dad's fault. Taking care of us. And my dad has made a point to say it to me of like... They've gone above... You need to make sure that you find a man who treats you well. They go... And he's done a great job of... They go above and... Both of our dads go above and beyond for us. And I do... I do believe... I do strongly believe that you gravitate towards... Maybe not your dad, but whoever that like figure in your life was. Yeah. You know, because Kevin, who my sister is about to marry... He is my dad made over. Jake, my like my there brother, are times where we get freaked out because he is so like our my dad. My brother in law is a lot like is a yeah. lot like my dad. And so is um Tony, who is my future brother in law. He's also Which here's the deal. I do want to marry somebody like my dad. Because like I don't put gas in my car. I'm twenty six years old and I don't put gas in my car because my dad does that for me. I don't take the trash out because my dad does that. Like and I Want someone not because I can't do that because I have I mean I have taken out the trash I have put gas in my car but but he doesn't he he makes sure to take care of me in that way and make sure that I don't feel like I have to I don't know that doesn't make sense like I want a man who will go and open the door for me I do still want that although Kevin opens Brittany's car door and it grosses me out so. <laughs> I do okay which <laughs> this is a complete side note and tangent. Uh, but fun story. So Kevin legitimately does open Brittany's car door every time that they get in the car, which is adorable and precious. And I love him for that. But I told my mom, <laughs> I told her, I was like, I, I don't want this story. <laughs> Neither is Brittany. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I don't want a man who's going to open the car door for me. And she was like, why not? And I was like, because then I have to sit in the hot car while he walks around to go crank it. <laughs> no, thank you. That's, I can open my own car door. That's the real problem with being in the South. It's just so freaking hot. Hot all the time. Except for two days. During Which is February. now and it is freezing and I am miserable because I don't do cold well either. <laughs> By freezing, she like, means, hold on. It's like 57. It's like 50s something but it is it's 51 oh see even colder than what i said it's freezing (laughs) all you people who are in like negative 17 weather good luck i could not do it (laughs) like i have a i'm sitting we're sitting in my house and it's hot in here i can tell you it's hot in here i have a blanket on because that's who i I am say i'm a little warm but it's fine (laughs) i am too sweating but i still have to have a blanket that's i don't know that's a whole other podcast I want a man who takes care of me. Back to that statement. Bottom line is we want like, men that take care of us and it's our father's fault because they're great yeah. and they're awesome. And um, not and someone who knows that they don't have to take care of me because I am a strong, independent woman. Hashtag that. But, I mean, it's still nice to be taken care of sometimes. 
And like have mm. people do things for you because they care about you and they, they want you to be and they love you so much. <laughs> the last little section of my notes that I have is yes, being single can suck sometimes. And sometimes you feel lonely and you don't feel great about it. But it's not just a time for you to sit there and wait for your other half or sit there and complain your entire life away because you don't have someone with you. That's Mm -hmm. not what your time of being single is for. It's a time for you to learn about yourself, to learn and try new things, to just have fun and like hang out with your friends about yourself like we've done so many things like our group of our like our girl gang gang, that's what i was looking for thanks we've gone on so many trips and so many adventures together and there are always things that back whenever i was in high school i'd be like oh one day me and my husband can go and do this we can do that we can you know i'm gonna have someone to do all these fun things with but when i got to college and realized Wait a minute. <laughs> I might not meet meet someone and get married to them by the time I'm done with my, ended up being five years here. But that was okay. I finally just started embracing it and I found my group of friends and now we do all the things together. Right. And we have fun. And, and we, we have more plans ahead. <laughs> yeah. Which that's one of the notes too, is that we have talked about, no official plans, but we've talked about going to Disney one t- sometime this year. Which I don't even know if you know this, but Brittany mentioned it to Kevin. Was telling him, like, oh, we're thinking about, like, sometime in the fall, maybe going to Disney. And he was like, well, can I come? And she was like, well, I mean, I, I mean I'll mean, i ask him, but it's kind of a girl's <laughs> trip. He hasn't realized right. we do that. Our other friend Sammy, like, she's married. She's been married for seven or eight. Um, She was already married when I met her yeah. six years ago. So, any who's it's and what's it's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Longer than that time. All that to say. Knows like, oh, we go on at least one girl's trip a year. Poor yeah, Kevin, he'll figure it out. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. We did tell him. We'll see. I did tell Brittany that he could come and be our photographer. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Um, Document for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the last thing that I have on here. I talked about a little bit in our last episode. Was that singleness is also a time where you learn to be alone. And not lonely. But like a time for you not to be dependent, be, right? Dep- for you not, not to, to be dependent, not independent, right. dependent. Like to be able to go out on your own and oh, just go to the store by yourself. Because I mean, I've always had my mom or my dad or Leah or somebody to go with me, and one day your best friend is just gonna move back home and leave you forever and ever and you're never gonna see her again i'm here all the time <laughs> i know I'm so dramatic, okay? i've been here tw- go with my drama i stayed here twice this week already <laughs> shush that's not helping my point and then like my dad works shift work so he's gone my mom sometimes has to work late nights or which she doesn't like to go to the store anyway. So there's times when you have to go out on your own. Oh, yeah, because she, with... whenever, I, whenever I was living very close to her, she would just call me and be like, hey, I need to go to Target. You want to go? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I like, you know, come pick you up. <laughs> like, mm, let's go to Target. But now, now like, I need an hour notice. Yeah. <laughs> the day before, I have to be like, hey, you want to spend the night tomorrow so we can go to Target? Like, <laughs> that's not functional. And then one of the ones that 
uh, I'm really struggling with at the current moment because I used to go to church with my sister and then she found Kevin and now she's never home hardly either to go to church with me. And then um, the other person that I would oh asked to go to church with me would be Leah but now she lives an hour away and she goes to her own church. So at some point in the near future I'm gonna have to learn how to even go to church by myself and it's gonna be a thing and I'm gonna survive it and it will be okay. Being single is a learning process but you just... And complete other tangent too talking about going to church. Also for all the Christian girls out there who are single do not go to church to meet a man. <laughs> do Please. not let that be your only reason for going. Dear Lord. Please do not do that. <laughs> because I do know several people who have done that. And that's not... It never, church is a time to build your relationship with God, not with these random boys. Yeah, well, so, because, I mean, you could you might meet your future husband right. at church, but that should but not that should be not your be, mindset going into right. it. If like it happens, it happens. But if it doesn't, Jesus. Right. <laughs> like, that's the reason you're there. Exactly. You shouldn't, oh, pack up your Bible and get your purse and your coat and be like, all right, I'm going to go to church because I look super cute. And that guy that sits behind me is going to notice me this week. <laughs> Whenever we do that thing where you all shake hands, probably not. he's going to shake my hand and be like, who are you? Yeah. Like, dang, okay. <laughs> that's no. not what church is for. That's a complete side tangent. <laughs> Just popped in my head. I had to say Anywho. Anything else about singleness? No, I think I'm good. My bottom line here, if you just want to wrap this all up and like put a bow on it, is being single is okay. Your happiness doesn't come from, from another person. Another person, right? And also for all the people who aren't single, please stop asking me when I'm gonna meet somebody, or stop saying that you have a perfect man for me, and then never follow through with it. Or if you say it and then do follow up with it, that's fine. But your own business. <laughs> mind your own business. <laughs> it's just me and my dog for now, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, I'm good. All right. Well, that was fun. Our tangent. <laughs> that was our tangent. We weren't complaining. We just wanted to get out that PSA. Get so. all of the thoughts out of our mind. <laughs> out of our mind. And we can we can move on to um, other things. We'll be back for another non-complaining tangents. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of I'm Not Complaining. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We have more complaints coming soon. Bye. 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 Thank you.